Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Mind Soulful Show, where mindfulness meets heart and soul. We talk all things soulful or spirit-led, mindfulness, mindset, and manifestation. Today, you're in for a treat. I have an amazing guest all the way from Toronto, Canada. His name is Rodrigo Diaz, and he is an international best-selling author, motivational speaker, but more than that, he is a modern-day magic and miracles person. I'm excited for you all to hear more about how you create miracles or magic in your life, what exactly uh, magic is, a little bit of talk about quantum um, physics and energy, as well as how Underneath it all, we are all love, happiness, peace, and joy. Stay tuned for this amazing episode. Welcome to the Mind Soulful Show, where mindfulness meets your heart and soul. I'm your host, Brooke Sidney. I'm an abundance accelerator, mind soulful mentor, and an inner voice and soul story coach. This show dives deep into soulful mindfulness, mindset, and manifestation. It will help you manifest more inner and outer abundance in the form of greater self-love, hearing your inner voice, as well as more presence, freedom, ease, and greater self-confidence in you being you. So if you're looking to learn more about the high vibe tools of mindfulness, mindset, and manifestation to love the life you are presently living, you are tuned into the right show. Hello, 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 and welcome to today's episode of the Mind Soulful Show, where mindfulness meets heart and soul. We talk all things soulful or spirit-led, mindfulness, mindset, and manifestation. You guys, you're in for a treat today. I am super excited to have Rodrigo Diaz here with us all the way from Toronto. He's an international best-selling author, motivational speaker, spiritual teacher, and creative consultant. He is the author of the book, Slight of Mind, How to Create and Experience Magic in Your Life. And it is Rodrigo's purpose to help you realize you have already have everything you need to start living your dream life. Thank you so much, Rodrigo, for coming on. Thank you for being here. Yeah, thank you for having me, Brooke. It's, it's been really, I'm really looking forward for this. I'm excited to have you, you know, talk about all things magic, too, and, and creating our dream lives. So I know that I, you know, mentioned that you're an international best-selling author and motivational speaker, but like in your own words, talk a little bit about what you do. Yeah, thank you. Um, well, I do a little bit about everything, <laughs> but I think that the motivational author international kind of gig just started recently when I, not so long ago, I was a little bit of a magician. Ooh. So I had been... I've been in love with magic since I was a kid. Who doesn't love a good magic trick? Thinking that something impossible can become possible. But now as an adult, I'm like, okay, so what now, how can I create real magic? Mm -hmm. So this is what I dedicate my life now. It's to kind of, how can I combine in, in my book, what I call principles of quantum physics or neuroscience and spirituality and how combining this, we can just really generally create real magic. So this is what I do today. I dedicate my life to helping others see that magic is real, that you and I already have everything you and I need to really create magic or miracles. For me, magic and miracles can be interchangeable. 
So I'm now dedicating my life to writing books, giving workshops, and have clients where I can help them see what I once did not see in my past. I love that. And I can definitely relate to loving magic and always trying to figure out how things disappeared out of the magician's hand and never, never quite figured it out. But I'm so curious, like what, how do you define magic? Uh, again, there's two venues now, right? So mm -hmm. when I was practicing magic, that was sleight of hand. So actually that's where my book comes from. It's the sleight of hand is the ability a magician has to manipulate small objects like a ring or playing cards to give you the experience of magic. Mm -hmm. So now I translate that to sleight of mind. So sleight of mind is the innate ability that you and I have to use thoughts and feelings to give ourselves the experience of magic. So I define magic as a miracle mm -hmm. and, and, and an event, a positive experience, a positive event that happens without explanation. That's what magic means to me in my life now. I love that because it really makes me think about like the magician, it is almost like, as you said, a manipulation to have us see something, you know, that we didn't see was there, or it's, it literally is steps that they take to make us, to make magic look like it's appearing. But what I'm hearing with the magic that you're describing and how I think about miracles and magic is it's, it's not a perception. It's not like a manipulation of something to make it look a certain way. It's actually something that is, you know, birthed from within or out of a change of mind or thought. Is that, is that kind of what you're saying too? It's, it, you put it really nicely. I think one of the best phrases I've ever heard in my research comes from Wayne Dyer. And the quote is, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. So throughout my book too, I have written about how life is an illusion. Let's be honest. Yeah. Like life is, is, is just perception, right? And I give the simple example of a restaurant. If you and I, and, and even your listener at home, if you and, and us, we're gonna go into a restaurant and we sit down, we will each have a different experience of the same restaurant. Perhaps you look at the menu and you look at the healthy salads. Right. I look at the menu and I look at the, I don't know, the, let's say the hamburgers. Someone looks at the menu and says, I don't like this restaurant because they don't offer vegan options. Same place, different perception. So life is an illusion created by what you perceive as right or wrong. I, so why, so why I, not take, sorry, why not take that perception in your favor, like a magician does in a trick. So now you can create magic in your life. No, I completely, I completely agree with that. It makes me think of that. The Wayne Dyer quote that you mentioned, that's one of my absolute favorite ones. Mm -hmm. I recently like shared that on social media. That's so, that's so cool. That's such an alignment of synchronicity, but um, it makes <laughs> me think of also like Marianne Williamson, who also says like miracles are occurring like all the time and miracles just like a change in perception or a change in thought, like a change of mind. And it's like the magic or the miracles are there. It's just that we're not really perceiving, perceiving them that way. I love that. Mm -hmm. I love that. So let's, let's, let's dig into it a little bit. Like how, you know, we talked about the restaurant and I love that. 
Um, it, it also speaks to me about what is truth, you know, how do you perceive it? What do you see? But how do you create your own magic? How do you think? <laughs> That's the, always a big question. Is right. How do I you start know. magic? <laughs> <laughs> I think for me, and I, I always share this, I think you got to take a step back and understand. I realize that magic as an art form, as a performance art, has three similarities with experiencing miracles in your life, okay? So there's three areas that magic and miracles happen, either as an art form or as a real magic in life. The first one, magic happens in the present. So how mo- I'm gonna ask you at home, like how much of your day do you spend thinking about what didn't work? Or do you spend thinking about the to-do list you have, but you're not here in the present now? So magic happens in the now, in the present. If I was going to show you a magic trick and you missed the exact moment where I did the trick, I kind of recreate what happened. The miracle's gone. So the miracles in your life are present every second. And if you're not here, you're not able to see them. So that's number one. I love that. Number two, uh, magic happens in the unknown. And that's a tricky one for people, you know, ha- magic happens in the unknown. If I was, it's like a joke. If I was going to tell you the end of a joke, you wouldn't laugh. If I was going to tell you the end of the magic trick, so watch for this to happen. It wouldn't be surprising. It wouldn't be childlike wonder happening again. So magic happens in the unknown. A miracle lives in the unknown. How much of your day do you already have planned? Your week, your month, like you know how you live your day every day. And I'm just simply asking you stop and create a space where you generally do not know what's to happen because that's where the miracle lives. Right. They know no. And the last one is my favorite. You ready for that? I'm ready. Okay. Magic happens in your mind. So that's great. So a magician, when, if I show you a magic trick, magic doesn't happen in my hands. I know where the trick is and how the move is done. So where does magic happen? In your head, in your mind. So if you want to create magic in your life, where do you have to go? Back inside, in your mind. Yeah, that, so that's three areas I realized, wait a minute, if I can be present, if I can be familiar with the unknown and be okay, not afraid of the unknown, and I go back within, a miracle will absolutely happen to you. I love that. And and now I know why we're so aligned because that to me sounds like mindfulness, Um, especially that as you incorporate mindfulness, like in our greater being, because I I believe the same thing. Like, I think that we have to be totally present to see our best life or see the miracles that occur in our life. And so like presence as being number one, like that completely hit home because everything happens in the now. Right. Mm -hmm. And we get anxious when we worry about the future and we get depressed when we dwell on the past. And so like anchoring down into the present moment, I completely agree. The second one you were saying about the unknown, well, well, right, like most of us, we don't do well with uncertainty, change, and anything that we feel like we're not in control of, right? And so, I believe like 
there's elements that we control that I, I think there's elements that we control. We co-create our lives, but there's also elements that thank goodness we don't. <laughs> like, like I don't have to think about breathing. Like I don't have to think about um, when I was pregnant, like, please today make the lungs in the baby. Like there's certain things, whether you call that God or whatever you call it, there's, there's this beautiful mystery, um, this wonderful elements that, allow us to have an unknown and allow us to be able to surrender to the unknown and allow us to have like this beauty in the unknown. And then the last thing that you said about the mind, I, I completely agree. Um, because I think that in my, my work and my clients in my own life, my own journey has shown that it all begins within Mm. everything that we see around us, the life that we've created, magic, miracles, like, it all starts within and our minds are so key with us, like mastering and befriending them and understanding how they work. Mm-hmm. So that kind of brings me to my next question because you have done like work in the area of quantum physics. Talk about that a little bit, like explain to the listeners kind of what that is and how you see its interplay here. Absolutely. So I should definitely, I have a disclaimer always when I give my talks and my course, here's a good point for the disclaimer. By no means, I'm an expert. I don't have a PhD on any of the subjects I talk about, but that doesn't stop me from being so in love with the concepts and how that can benefit me and how now it can help you create your best life possible. Okay. I love it. So with that said, so quantum physics for me is the study of energy at the smallest particle, right? So the simplest concept I can give you right now, listener to at home, would be, so energy at the smallest particle. And I don't, we don't have to go that small. Let's just go down to a cell in our body, right? Because in, in the past, I'm going to confess to with you, I'm going to be open that I found myself in depression, anxiety, stress, and sick. This, is, this was my transformation. This is where I started writing my book. I apply everything I'm talking to you for to now, not only like teach people how to lead their best life possible, but for me too, it helped me. So I started to think, in every day, you produce more than 20,000 cells. They die and they produce, you actually are more than 70 trillion cells, okay? Uh, They keep recycling every time. So the quantum physics practice comes into practice here. So if there's cells that die every day and there's cells that are born or created every day, well, if I can ignite a cell of happiness, does that mean every second that a cell is born, Can a new cell be happy? Can a new cell be healthy instead of a cell that I currently have that is sad or sick? So eventually I just had that thought and that's where the the energy comes in because cells are energy in like just chunks. So what I'm telling you here is, can you create birth to feelings, happiness, love, peace, joy, abundance, that will give birth to uh, chemical reaction in your body that will create new cells. And eventually you could replace all the cells in your body through the energy of feelings, emotions, energy in motion. And now become a new self, happy, abundant, healthy. So that's where the quantum physics conversation comes in. I'm fascinated by it. 
Still learning a lot, but that's a little bit of how energy, if you look at it at the smallest particle, and you and I are made up of energy, and everything we want in this universe is made up of energy, there has to be, we're already connected to it. We're not creating anything new. Creation is finished. Right. It's done. So how do we really align with what we want? I, I love that. And I'm just trying to think. I think that's so interesting because I'm definitely by no means a quantum <laughs> energy master guru. I do read about it because I find it's one of those places where um, I think a lot of people will mistake some concepts like energy is like being way out there or, mm. you know, super spiritual when in fact, like science completely meets us there and, is, and, and kind of already knows these things and we're just realizing or now being able to see them. Um, and it reminds me of like David Hawk, I think it's David Hawkins work, like power and force. And we really do like everything has a vibration. Everything is energy. And so it reminds me just of all the work that I think feels like comes full circle. Um, you know, I'm a yogi, yoga teacher, and we definitely learned how all the cells in our body kind of work to get, like everything works together. And so the idea of shifting the very smallest particle of ourselves on an energetic level, as you're saying, like by our feelings and emotions, it's almost like instead of having like a cancerous, you know, outbreak, which some people believe that disease is actually dis-ease, our body feeling not at ease, like our feelings are trapped in our body. There's a great book called The Body Keeps Score. Mm. Um, but like doing the reverse, like re-engineering this beautiful magic and miracle that is us the other way. Like I love, I love that, in, that inquiry into how do we make happiness, happy cells, free cells, joy cells, grateful cells? How do they like come and take over? Right? And that's real magic. Absolutely. Yes. Right? That's like totally real magic. Mm -hmm. So can you share a little bit about like kind of discovering the emotions there? Like joy and, and its, inner, its inner play or interlacing with like magic and so forth so that like people that are listening that you know are trying to figure out how to connect their emotions with creating more magic yes i truly believe i generally truly believe that your natural state of being is happiness love peace and joy mm. aristotle used to say that the goal of all goals is happiness right. and and i know this is true you know this is true you don't want the car you don't want the new job you don't want the house on the beach. You don't want to feel, uh, you don't want your health. What you want is happiness, is to feel free, is to feel healthy. So that is your natural state. And you can see it in your son. Your son, when he was born, everyone that has a little baby, like they come with so much joy. That's the, the best example we have of what, how natural it is to be happy, abundant, peaceful, and just always like good to go. So if you currently in your life are feeling stress, anxiety, depression, anger, then that means that is something you picked up. It's a virus, I call it the program. We pick up the pro a computer virus that we picked up when we were like just growing up. 
And it's, not, it's nobody's fault. Our parents yeah. had that chip and their parents had the microchip. So your question is, okay, so how do you use feelings to create this magic in, in, in your life? So I just told you all of this. So you're aware that if you're currently not feeling happiness, love, peace, and joy, it's because there's a program that you're following without knowing because your natural state is happiness, love, peace, and joy. So now how to generate feelings? Because that's going to be, that's one of the biggest questions some of my clients tell me. Okay, I get it. But how can I create happiness out of nowhere? I'm like, whoa, let's take a step back. <laughs> it's not creating happiness out of nowhere. Right. It's actually the opposite. It's removing the layers of yes. anger. It's removing, like an onion, removing the layers of stress, uh, anxiety, so you can find happiness. Happiness has always been there. It's never left you. Peace, it's always in there. It's never left you. Abundance, it's in there. It's never left you. Even health. So it's removing a little bit, creating what I call a, a sacred space. Sacred is nothing religious. It's nothing, it's just more spiritual, but a quiet place, a silence. It's only through practice of silence that you can reconnect with feelings of, I'm okay. Right now the world's still spinning. I'm still breathing. I am okay. Life loves me. Right. So it's about just going back to, taking a deep time for yourself, a silent time for yourself, where you can just simply reconnect with thoughts of like, I think I'm gonna be okay. It starts as simple as that. Because, okay, I wanna give you something really cool. Is that okay? Can you yeah, just drop that right now? I wanna hear okay. it. <laughs> because one of my biggest lessons I found, and it's in my book, is the universe is only saying one thing. And I call it universe. You can call it, I, I, in my book, I call, it, I call it source, abundant energy of love, God, if you will. Uh, but the universe, it's always saying one thing. And that is, yes. It's the only thing it's saying. So what does this mean? I'm going to take you uh, five, three years ago where I was like in my deep darkness. Okay. I, wo I, woke up, I woke up every morning, put up my jeans, and I said, I think I look fat. And the universe said, yes. Mm -hmm. I said, oh man, life sucks. And the universe said, yes. Like the universe loves you so much. I want you to get this. Then I walk, went with my day and oh, work sucks. And the universe said, yes, this is hard. I don't think I can make it. And the universe said, yes. Until one day I realized, wait a minute, I'm going to be okay. And the universe said, yes, mm -hmm. I am beautiful. I am perfect. I can do this. And the universe said, yes. It's the only thing. I complete, I totally agree with you. Like, I think that's, I think that's completely awesome because we're so powerful that whatever we are creating or doing or thinking manifests itself and comes out on the other side, because how can we possibly create something that we don't, we don't believe? We don't like, we don't, we don't really believe to be true for ourselves. And so I do, I do. I'm like, I think, I think about that a lot um, because I know that there are, there's so many competing understandings around like God, universe, source, and our kind of response to it. Um, but I know that I have found to be true that whatever like whatever the, the whole phrase is, is whatever you believe to be true, it is. Yeah. 
<laughs> is the example of the, let's go back to the restaurant. Right. This restaurant sucks. Yes, it does. Or someone else. This restaurant is beautiful. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. Like, so I truly believe that you and I are simply a mirror to each other. Yep. Perception. So if I, if I look at you, I'm like, wow, you're so beautiful. You're so talented. Wow, you're so powerful. That, that's what I see in you and in me. Exactly. But if I look at you, I'm like, well, you know what? I think uh, this and that. I don't like this. I don't like that. Then it's not that I don't like it about you. It's just simply that I just don't like it about me. And I'm just catching it on you called the mirror. You know, it's just perception. And I, I want to kind of rewind a little bit yeah. and touch on what you were saying about happiness, peace, love, and joy being like our base state our base level, our, our original programming, you know, going with that analogy yeah. and how along the way we pick up through childhood things, right? It's not a blame game, but childhood things, sometimes our parents didn't know better or through other experiences, no matter how they came apart, you know, came, came to being and how it's like, I love how you put it. It's just like a faulty chip that we've picked up. Like I, I talk about it as like a story that somehow we've heard it over and over or we experienced it long enough that we bought into that story. And why I think it's so, why I wanted to draw attention to that point is because we don't have to blame or even feel shame if we can think about it as like a story or a bad or a faulty program that we picked up, a bad chip. And I was just wondering, like I encounter that with my clients where it's actually like a lifting off, mm -hmm. a lifting off of their shoulders. Like you can spend years in therapy, which there's a role for that of diving mm -hmm. into what happened to you and like all the, you know, the magnitude, but there's also a freedom in having a coach or a guide or a spiritual teacher or a mentor say, we accept that it happened you're okay, right? And now we can actually release it and see what it's here, you know, for us to learn from it. But let's, let's get rid of these layers so that we can really true, truly see the beauty of who we are on the inside. Mm. And it seems like, I don't know, I'm like wondering if you encounter that too with your clients, like just this massive release when we take away, I feel like the shame and the, you know, the guilt around having a program, you know, wrong program yeah no like it's definitely uh knowledge is freedom yeah right when you know what's happening you're like oh okay that's what's happening then if you're always saying like why doesn't it why is there snow no snow in summer it's because you're in summer so that's what's happening okay now you understand so i my conversation that's where the neuroscience comes in mm -hmm. my conversation is habits so I believe that you are a habit. Let me rewind. The way you think is a habit. And some people are like, what do you mean by that? Okay. A habit is a, an, something you a thought pattern, a pattern of thoughts that you simply catch by repetition. And I, ask, I also ask them, how do you normally feel, feel throughout the day? What are the feelings that you have? Well, I'm stressed. Uh, I'm, I'm rushed, anxious, angry. That's also a habit, I said. What do you mean? The way you feel, now your body doesn't need you to, at 8 a.m., I'm stuck in traffic, I want to feel 
anger. Where is my anger? So your body wants to, so you're a habit. And this is where their brains go like upside down. You are a habit. What do I mean by that? Your name, your nationality, your gender, your job title. These are four things. And your um, age, gender, nationality, name. There are things you didn't even pick. You didn't choose this. But you wake up in the morning, you identify with those things for, I don't know, 30, 40, 50, 60 years. So if I'm telling you that that's not who you are, you're like, no, what do you mean? That's me. You tell me your name, your gender, your age, and your job title, and your nationality. Those have become habits that now you even defend with your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm telling you, that's not who you are. Those are just labels that you were given. And now you defend, you defend your gender, whatever it is. You defend your nationality. I am a certain way because of my nationality, my gender, my age, and my name. I've always been a certain way. And my job title, this is what I do. And you identify with everything that comes with that. That's just a habit. That's not who you are. You can redefine yourself at any time. So it's a big conversation, really big conversation. It, and, it, and it's interesting that you bring that up because I think that um, it's a super big conversation like right now as, as in the world that we're in right now, right? Mm-hmm. With, you know, at the time of this taping, a lot of countries are still undergoing a pandemic with COVID and so forth. And here in the United States, um, a lot of things have come up. I'm sure, I'm sure you're aware, like racial politics and, you know, all of these things that are coming up that are, that stem from, there's a reality with it. I never, I never want to deny that there aren't right. things that have happened Absolutely. throughout history that have, that has been unfair by, I mean, by atrocious levels. Right. Mm-hmm. But the movement forward which is, which is an interesting conversation for us all to start having is like, instead of, again, focusing so much on the past, this is really hard for some people. I, and I, and I, and I, and I, my heart goes there, Absolutely. but in creating a pathway forward, we have to start thinking about what are we bringing right in the present and what are we bringing into the future? And a lot of the angst, comes in around this so-called identity politics, like Mm -hmm. how we think that we are that thing. And I can honestly say, um, and I've, and I've been on a couple talks lately where I am so many things as I'm sure you Mm -hmm. are too, Rodrigo. Like I'm so many things. I am a woman. I am a mother, you know, everyone knows my name, Brooke Sydney. I have, um, I'm, a woman of color, I identify as black, but I'm Mm multi-ethnic, right? There's so many things, but in some circles, and I feel like in flattened or two or three D, we're only allowed to be one thing. And we'll fight about the one thing and we will argue about the one thing and we've made ourselves that one thing And so I hope even in this conversation, the people that are listening can allow themselves the space to kind of reimagine who they are without becoming, as Rodrigo says, a habit and beyond all of those identity things, the I am, the the me before there was race, 
gender, name, all of these things. Like, I feel like that's when we can start to really move, especially in the United States. I think Mm -hmm. there's so much more of us that are in common than not. And then we can really have, I think, like more beautiful and positive moving conversations forward and returning to those places where we get beyond just being the habit. I love that. And and just to kind of close a a lot of the loop there, uh, I want to share, because when I see you, Brooke Sydney, I see love. That's what I choose to see, an energy of love. So I want to, I want to, I put it in my book because I think it's beautiful. It's an analogy from Gwen Dyer, but I think it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's calling, it's calling that analogy to, to right now. So I want you to imagine the ocean really vast and beautiful. So what would happen if I take a glass, I dip it into the ocean and I put it in a table on the right side. What's inside the glass? Water, water from the ocean. What if I take a second glass, I dip it into the ocean, and I put it on a table on the left side? What's inside that glass? Same, the same water of the same ocean. So now imagine I take thousands and millions of glasses, and I put it everywhere in multiple tables. What's inside all of these glasses? The same water. So it doesn't matter if the glass is made out of glass, plastic, the shape of it, the color of it. What's inside is ocean water so now imagine the ocean water is not ocean water and it's called energy and it's called love yes and the glasses of course they're not glasses there's there's this thing called skin people right people Right. right so what you have inside of me is the same thing i have inside which is love i call it a divine intelligence i generally think that you and i are pure consciousness you and i are the thing that makes your body, uh, your heart beat, your lungs breathe, that, that's you. You cannot control it, but you are just life. You don't have a life, you are life. So you and I have the same thing inside, pure love running through our bodies. That's who you are, that's who I see in everyone. And that's the conversation I think we need to all embrace. I agree. Your pure love, that's all I see when I see you. I completely agree. And I think that as more and more people wake up to that fact, I feel like it's totally a fact. Um, When we wake up to that, then we'll be able to have deeper conversations, I think, that move everyone forward. And Mm -hmm. we start to create the beautiful world I have in my mind for our kids and grandkids and all the future generations to inhabit, you know, and a world where we take care of our beautiful planet. Like there's so many, there's so many things, but it begins with, I feel like, us seeing me and you and you and me. Yeah. It's such yes. a deep, deep level, right? The mirror. It's just yeah. a mirror. Just a mirror. We're a, we're a part of the ocean. We're all part of the same ocean. And I love that. I'm such a beach girl. So, yeah, I love that. <laughs> so, how do people work with you? Like, how can people work with you? I think you have, like, a workshop or something coming up. Like, this is awesome. Tell them more. Yes, thank you. So I do have a workshop coming up. My workshop is called Creating Magic in Your Life. It's five classes. It's one hour each. So we do it through Zoom. So it doesn't matter where you are in the world, you join me. The good thing is that if you also perhaps need to miss one or two classes, they're recorded. So I put them on a private Facebook group. So you can, I'm going to share the link with you, Brooke Sydney, so you can share it with people. But simply, it's an event, right? 
and it's called Creating Magic in Your Life. You can buy your ticket there or just talk to me on Facebook or Instagram. I'll share all the details with Brooke Sydney so you can get in touch with me. But I encourage you, we, we, in this workshop, you get to know how to create miracles in your life. What has been stopping you? Who you really are? Because that's a deep conversation. You get to create a map, what I call a miracle attraction plan, a map that is specific for you on how to bring to your experience your dream life. So that's why we take a look at the course. I love that. Well, today's conversation, I really feel like it's been a beautiful conversation. Um, you know, it is my hope that the people that are listening to this will really take you up on the offer to find out more about it. Because if we could have, I feel like each of us experience more light and more magic and more miracles, like the world will be a totally better place. So again, Rodrigo, thank you so much for coming on today. I really appreciate it. Thank you. No, it was very, very lovely. Thank you. And so thank you all for listening. I'm so excited that we got to have such an amazing conversation about magic and miracles. And I will talk with you soon. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you loved what you heard, please leave a review on iTunes and subscribe. I'd love to continue the Mind Soulful Flow. Please connect with me at my website at brooksitney.com or everywhere around the web, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TheBrooksitney. Be sure to check out my latest free self-love ideas ebook on my website, And for those of you who know you want more inner and outer abundance, apply to work with me today. Until the next episode, cheers to loving yourself more and the life you are presently living.